Okay. Welcome, everyone. This is Erin Sully, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. Today, I'm here with Colette. Colette, can you introduce yourself and tell us what we're talking about today? Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Colette Rabba, and I am a residential real estate broker in the GTA. That's greater Toronto area. So I work anywhere in Toronto, outside of Toronto, West End, uh, Brampton, all the cities that are close to Toronto. If you know them and love them, I can help you. Uh, why we do the show is because Araceli and I love to talk about real estate and investing, real estate investing. And uh, we like to share the information, really. That's that's the most important part. Why you're here is to see what we have to say about certain things. Please like and subscribe. Ask us any questions. That's how we do the show. We answer your questions and uh, continue to service our clients as well at the same time. Yeah, that's right. So today, the question is, what is a realistic timeline to get a real estate investing business going? And that is kind of a loaded question, really, right? It's a big question, yeah. It's a big, big question, but we're going to try to give you a few pointers of if you are thinking about getting into real estate investing, I tell you from my perspective, it's the best thing that I've ever done. Uh, I didn't plan on it, but I was kind of fell into it. Uh, so that is the very first thing. Where are you coming from? Why are you looking at real estate investing? What do you think about that, Colette? So well, I agree with you. I think I sort of fell into it too because you, you. I think it's just one of those things where whenever there's something new in your life and you just say, "I gotta jump. I gotta try it. I gotta do it." So when you do something, you're either. Uh, very aggressive or you're like just let me dip my toe in and see so there's sort of not a middle ground if there was one that would be really great but there's there's this kind of like let me so so the difference is jump right in means you're going to make an offer on a property and buy it and you might not know what the outcome is going to be because you don't know what the history is you don't know what uh, too much about the property you know, you can do all that research and deal with professionals that can give you all those in, that information, get a good um, home inspector, all those things. Yeah. Dipping your toe in the water is something else where you say, hey, I'm going to join Araceli's Facebook group and uh, see what everybody else has to say and get their information and research and research and research and research till you feel like you're ready. And then you still feel like I'm not ready. <laughs> so so same thing with me uh, I, I've bought my own residential properties to live in and sold them myself before I even had my license so I knew something about real estate and, and how uh, buying a property and selling and kind of knowing the market and asking those questions is it a good time to sell do I need to sell do I uh, do a lateral move which is always no but that's for living in but when you're doing an investment property, you have to do all the research if you're going to jump in. Even if you don't know what you're doing, use the professionals that can help you answer those questions, like us, uh, lawyers, mortgage brokers, uh, and depends on your lifestyle too. We talked about that before. And how do you start? What's yeah. what's the what's the jumping off point? You just close your nose and okay, I'm going to go jump in. Yeah. Or you, you feel a little more confident having a partner. Maybe that's the middle ground. 
Yeah, absolutely. So there is basically the first thing is know where you're coming from. Why do you want to start in real estate investing? I have talked to numerous people and different meetings that I attend and they're very anxious and they are, want to get into real estate because it just all looks so good. And remember, every time that you go to a meeting, they're always going to give you the best case scenario of what happened to somebody. We always right. run into one fabulous property. I've been lucky enough to run into a few good properties that, you know, have created very a, a lot of money for me. But in reality, when you do it in the in, you know day in and day out, these fabulous properties don't show up all the time. You know, you're gonna have one that is better than other, and. So that is what it's important to understand that this, when you go into real estate investor, whether you want to flip or you want to have rentals, it's a totally different strategy and a totally different time frame. Yes. The timeline is completely different, right? Yes. So that's Absolutely. why you have to start being realistic and everything in real estate, sometimes it takes a lot longer than you think. Well, especially the market too. Like Canadian market is much different than the U.S. market. Oh yeah, We've absolutely. Exponential growth in Ontario for the last whatever twenty years, even. But when you look at saying, okay, I'm going to, and and the other thing too is the laws and the rules. It's much harder. There's way more payments. There's capital gains tax. A lot of taxes in for the Canadian market. I can't speak for the U.S. That's Araceli's um, uh, wheelhouse. So. When it comes to saying, okay, I'm going to make X number of dollars at the end of the day, after how many years, after how much uh, taxes and different, oh my gosh, like there's a lot of tax. <laughs> It'll be taxed everywhere. So all these factors, even uh, short-term rentals are now taxed in Correct. Ontario. Yeah. Well, so, that's why, uh, you know, different places, whether it's a different country or a different province or a different state will have their own little details about Absolutely. it and you, yeah and you have to take that into consideration because if you don't know them then that is also going to put you into a different or difficult position to make sure money, right so we uh, are or, or you not even make any money you know you're you're exactly. thinking okay i'm going to flip a house and then they tax you you know after you you sell it in a few months and you're carrying costs you calculate all that stuff and then at the end of the day and all is, going to the lawyers, all going to the, the tax man. Sorry, I, I I sound really negative, but that's the thing. You really that's the one thing. If you want to get into real estate investing, that is the one thing I rec I recommend everybody does. Don't worry about you know the location of the actual house until you find it. Learn about tax planning and learn about how much you have to put down, learn about carrying costs. These are the things, how much is gonna cost you to actually make some money at the end of the day has to do with that way more than the actual house and the structure of the house. Correct. So that is one thing, right? And remember also the market changes. In Canada and in the U.S., things have changed in the last few years and they will continue to change. This is a, something that is a moving target all oh, yeah. the time, right? So in Canada, if you are a real estate investor in Canada, you probably know that it is harder to get properties at the right price. It takes a lot more 
uh, resources, which is your money and the time commitment, all of that, plus, you know, going through the taxes and everything else as well, right? So it's a little harder to accomplish a good flip that could give you that profit that you're looking for. Right. Also, well, remember this, is funny, this is the funny thing that Araceli and I, even especially this year, we've talked about where uh, I really, you know, I'm ready to invest in another property now. And we keep talking about it. And I really, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't want to be a landlord. I want to flip. In Canada, it's very hard to do that from my own personal perspective. Uh, maybe it's different for you, for, for other investors out there. But for me, if you want to have a good investment in Canada, you got to hold on to it. So you do need to rent it or uh, buy a brand new condo and wait for it to be built and then assign it. So there's other ways to do it. But really flipping in Canada, in Ontario especially, is not something that I would even look into because I know how much the taxes and, and how many, um, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, what a pain in the behind it's going to be to actually sell it. And it might not even be worth it. So if I were to invest, I think I would go to the States right now because I don't want to be a landlord. I'd say, Aerosai, let's go find a flip. We'll do it. We'll flip it easy. We won't have the carrying costs. We can get rid of it in a few months. So to me, that is much, that's more my speed. And it's a very personal thing you have to ask yourself. Exactly. For my life, for your life, yeah, what do you want? Exactly. So that's what is so important to find out if you are going to tie up your funds into a rental property because you want the cash flow. Just make sure that the, the property is actually going to give you money. If you're in a negative state, which is there's a lot of uh, cases here in Canada because you're waiting for the appreciation, then you also need to find out if that's the way that you want to go. Particularly, I am not fond of having negative cash flow. If my property doesn't cash flow positive, even if it's a little bit, I wouldn't even look at it. Exactly. It where it is. It's just that's my personal preference. Uh, right. Some people feel more confident. Maybe they have more resources. Maybe they have tons of money that they can say, okay, it doesn't matter. I can wait for the appreciation. I don't care if I'm in a negative. Uh, that is obviously your preference. I still think you can cash flow, cash flow positive in Ontario. I can't speak for the rest of Canada. I'm sure there are there are places that you can cash flow po positive and then sell it in whatever your your time span is. Which we talked about that at the beginning. We're like, well, what's your what's your time frame, right? We wanted to talk about that. So there there are places you can still do that positive cash flow in Ontario, but it's not your major markets because real estate prices are so exponentially high in Toronto, the bigger cities that, you know, in the South, it's very difficult. You, if you want to cash flow positive, you probably have to get a, an apartment building, a small building, or even a larger building. And, and then you're going to be very costly, right? Right. You better have enough money in your pocket already to afford that. Also interest rates are quite high right now. So uh, to, to get those numbers figured out and get those numbers to cash flow positive, you really have to do a lot of research. You really have to know. I believe commercial property right now, you know, that's a little tip. Commercial property might be the way to go in, in Ontario to actually purchase uh, commercial property. And then commercial property is a very large umbrella. You know, it could be warehousing. It could be retail store. It could be uh, a, 
even retail and residential together. That's a whole other show. We could talk about that. But to find those properties, you really have to know your lifestyle, what you're willing to do and how much you want at the end of the term. What's your term like? Yeah. What do you think is a good time to hold on to a property? To cap, not just cash flow, but to actually have uh, uh, sell for it. Me, for me, if I'm going to keep a property, I would like to keep it between seven to 10 years minimum, right? Because then you have paid down enough, you make some money, you cash flow um, enough uh, during that period of time. But it, it, it also depends on what your situation is, right? Of what you want to do. And that's what is important when you're investing. Remember, investing is taking resources and putting them to work. And sometimes it might take a little longer because if you're waiting for the appreciation and you're not cash flowing very much, you're not going to have a lot of income coming in from that property for a period of time. And to me, I think that seven to 10 years is a pretty good time frame in which you're going to have a, a good appreciation to cash out if that's what you want to do, right? And yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you because when it when it comes to, when you look at statistics, even if you buy in a very high market, which right now I consider this a high market, the prices are high, mortgage rates are high, things are slowing down as far as how long it takes to sell a property, things are staying on the market longer. Uh, we're talking about residential, in, in that residential, um, you know, uh, wheelhouse right there. So when you, when you look at uh, statistics, so if you go back 10 years, you go back seven years and you say, oh, I should have bought 10 years ago. Well, yeah, of course you would have made a lot of money, but let's say today, can you say the same thing? You buy today in 10 years from now, can you say the same thing? There's no crystal ball, but it looks pretty good. It looks pretty, you can be pretty confident that you will make money. Maybe even a quarter amount of time. Exactly. But we can, yeah. We well, can't. the one thing that I always say, no matter what the market is doing, there people need a place to live. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And so you're going to have it in any market, whether it's a good market or a bad market, people have to live somewhere. The prices right. might change, but yeah. are you willing to go through that? And remember, everything, not only in housing, the market, in life. We're never going to be high all the time or getting better, better, better. So you're going to go up and down, up and down. And that is life, right? So, right. so yeah. how much are you willing? So that's why when you decide to be into real estate investing, right, which is different than just buying a property for yourself and live there. Right. You have to make sure that you understand that this is not something that you're going to buy a house, sell it tomorrow and make a hundred thousand dollars. It just right. doesn't happen that fast. If you are into the flipping no, business. If it, all, if it could happen, everybody would be doing it. That's, you know, that. That's, right. That's, so there is a lot of things in between, first of all, right, to yeah. the right property at the right price, knowing the right repairs, the location. But also. Sure there is a market, right? Also, right. And, and there's something else to be said, which is totally a little bit in the same uh, realm, but a little off topic. But when you when you know that a house won't cash, what, let's say you're gonna have a, a, yeah. re a rental, a residential rental, and it's not cash flowing, you could probably convert that house into something that would cash flow. So yeah. either you can separate units, you can make more units, you can put an addition on, obviously that will cost you a little bit more money. But at the end of the day, if you really need that cash flow, you can 
be that creative person or, or have those creative people around you to say, this is how we're going to do it. And this is how we can cash flow before I have to sell. Yeah, exactly. So, but that is, you have to put a plan in place, right? If you're doing something like Colette said, uh, we need to separate, that is going to cost you money. You might need more time to get it up to that level before sure. you can actually cash flow. So it's going to take more resources from you before you can actually cash flow. Doing the numbers. If it works Absolutely. Out. So that is what is so important to make sure that you are partnering up with somebody that can help you crunch the numbers, make sure that that is going to make sense for you because then a lot of people get very disappointed that they cannot do this quickly. And this is like any other thing that you get into. This is not a, a, a thing that you do one day and the next day you're going to be rich. Right? You know what? So. It's a numbers game. Like we always talk about everything catches money. So if you want that, you want that in your life. If you want this uh, process to work, you really have to do the numbers and the numbers won't lie. You know, they're there. You tell me, you know, how much are you paying for a day? How much it does the rent or how much uh, how much is the mortgage? How much are the utilities? Those numbers don't lie. If anything, they go up. So <laughs> you have to really be realistic about that. And then how much interest if you don't pay? And like there are all these things that you need to fix up. How much does flooring cost? How much does electrical, you know, rewiring the house cost? There are always things that come up. Furnaces need to be replaced. You got to factor that in. What if somebody doesn't pay the rent? You got to factor that in. We don't want to scare you. We would love, we love investors. We love helping investors, but we want you to be smart about it. And we are here to help you make those exactly. decisions. And basically the reason for today's chat is about how long does it take? Because it really depends on so many factors. Where are you coming from? What are your skills? How much time you have available? How much resources, right? What is the market like? So sometimes yeah. when the market is hot, maybe you have a little bit of money, you can turn the houses quite quickly. But then if the market slows down, now it's going to take you a little bit longer. So right. answer to this is it depends on your skills, your resources, the market. There's so many factors. And that's why real estate investing is really an art. There's certain things that you need to know, which is your hard skills, you know, how to crunch the number, how to know this and that. But at the same time, you have to partner it with the conditions in the market, your own situation, your own things that you're going through, the time frame, uh, what is happening, cost increases. All of that is just so many little factors. And that could take years sometimes in order for you to become proficient at doing all of these. So I just want you to be realistic. We we want you to invest because I believe there is the best thing that, you know, could generate uh, good income for you if that's what you're looking for or yep. better returns in your investment. But be very realistic. Sit down and really analyze all of the little things that could happen along the way so you can pad or you have a path that is realistic so you don't get disappointed because if people don't get their goals quickly enough then what happens is they quit right right you don't want to do that you don't want to set yourself uh for failure right 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 and and you know that's the thing like i remember uh 
I, I did all my numbers. I was very diligent and I was very nervous about it. And, you know, you go through that and it's kind of part of the process, which is kind of nice, you know, like you really want to feel that, that, okay, what's the worst case scenario? That should be part of the process too, to say, okay, I have a plan A, but now what's the plan B if that doesn't work out? So there are always factors. So for example, uh, Airbnb, um, the, the, uh, when I bought my uh, uh, Airbnb, the, uh, the area changed and now they regulate it and now you have to get a license and now there is a fee for that. And then they also want a percentage on top of your earnings. Yeah. So is that really gonna work out for you? Is that something that you want to, what if you don't get the license? These are all the things that you really have to factor in and think that that might change. The rules might change. And do I have a buffer? Do I have a little bit more to feel a little more comfortable? Or am I right at my limit and I can't afford a, a cleaning lady that charges more? So all these things you might not have the answers to, but if you have a little bit of a buffer when you think of all these things, fantastic. Always have a contingency to say, okay, I need a little bit more money to do this change. What if you open a wall when you're renovating and some something terrible is behind there? Yeah, it's not gold bricks. Times, yeah. Right, not gold bricks. But then, you know, where is that money coming from? I've seen so many houses where they've stopped construction. They've, they've torn the house apart and they've run out of money because they didn't think that any possible, there's no possible way that nothing bad could happen. Yeah, guess what? You need to come up with another $20,000 to fix that problem. What do you do? Plan B, you got to sell it and take a loss. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Happens all the time. So these are the realities of it. We don't like to be negative about it, but you have to realize that, you know, things do happen along the way. And once you do the one, you'll be way more confident for the second, third, fourth, fifth one. Yeah, right? absolutely. So that's all we have for you today. So just remember, try to put all these pieces together so you can have a realistic timeline for yourself because everybody is completely different. And also if you're going to do it in your backyard or you're going to do it somewhere else. So try to put all those pieces together so you have a much better idea how long is it going to take for you to start generating something. So Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and that the shortcut is also to get a mentor. And yeah. if you want to do that in the States, I do have a mentoring program that I have opened and uh, you can uh, benefit from all the years and the mistakes that I made and make that time, the uh, the, the learning curve shorter. That's yeah. what mentors are for. Absolutely. Right? Learn from the people that have gone before you. That, that You know, like we're not reinventing the wheel here. Like this is yeah. all stuff that is out there. Just be real, realistic about it. Do your numbers. Get a mentor. You know, follow follow the people that you love, like us, because you love us, right? <laughs> on on YouTube, learn whatever you can. And you know, like I said before, we're always open to questions. We love answering questions. We love helping. And really, um, you know, if, if it's a question you don't even know how to ask it, or or, or you know, this is the road. What should I be looking out for? These are the things that we like to hear from you. So please uh, like, subscribe, uh, answer, answer yeah, or ask. And send us your comments and let us know how long have you been in real estate investing? Or if you want to get in, what is preventing you from not starting? So, okay. Good thank question. you. For that. Stopping you. Yeah.
So we'll see you at the next one and we'll wait for your answer. We'll see you, Colette. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Bye.